Are we playing video games or are we having sex? I'm confused now. <laughs> I don't know how time works. That part's coming out. <laughs> what? Is, is no. no, 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 no. Oh, he ain't got shit. Kicked you out the window. Pun babies out the window. I wrote you a letter. Read the prime print. Like, you ready for this? <laughs> you weren't supposed to see it. I'm fine with violence. Violence is fine. What's up, everybody? Uh, oh, my God. See, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I got this. I'm going to be able to do this. And then fucked it up. Keep this it. is Blue Skies from the Basement. I'm Austin. Joined with me, as always, is Wes. How's it going? And today we actually do have a special guest with us, too. Um, she's over there on her phone. She probably won't talk much, but my uh, beautiful fiance, Honesty, is over there. If you want to say hi, or she'll probably <laughs> talk randomly. It's okay. Anyways, welcome. It's been a been a week here. We already put out the first episode. This will be like what the third episode? Yeah. Um, the timeline's gonna get confusing here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking to you from the future, but when you listen to it, it'll be the past. I don't know. No, when you listen to it, well, yeah, it'll be the past, but you're gonna perceive it as the present. You'll be in the future, and we'll be in the past. But right now, we're in the future, and they're listening to the past. I think. I don't you know. You lost me. Yep. I'm gone. <laughs> lost <Already. myself>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how time works. Yeah, see, that was one of the things. Um, I knew that if I ever tried to do a show or anything, I couldn't fuck around with time travel and shit like that. I have no concept of the, all the laws and everything. Maybe in a future episode we can dive into... I'll try to wrap my mind around it a little better. I am not prepared at the moment to... We should get a good <laughs> guest on that would... That would really be able to help us understand everything. Yeah. Uh, from from what I understand, it's possible to travel at any speed, theoretically, in the future. So you could time travel to the future, but there's no way to go back. Okay. All right. From what I understand. And if you think about it, we're technically time traveling right now, just really slowly. Extremely slowly. Yeah. Well, to us, at least. But if somebody on the outside was, from their perspective, it would be... We're traveling pretty fast. <laughs> Good point. That's like the farther out you go from the Earth, the more time gets faster or slower. I think you experience time slow. No, slower. It's slower. Astronauts yeah. age slower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm gonna cut that out so it don't sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that part's coming out. <laughs> All right, so let's just jump into the first subject for real. We're talking about this um, guy in India, right? Um, I don't know if he's actually in India still, but he is Indian. Um, let me figure out where this guy lives. If you want to continue introducing the story, I'll get some more details on him. Uh, give me his name, though, because I'm uh, Raphael Samuel. Raphael Samuel. Yes. So supposedly he's trying to sue his parents for birthing him. Because, like, he's trying to say that he didn't give them consent to be born, so he gets to sue them? Yeah, that's uh, the basic premise there. There's a whole movement behind this, too. I, apparently, there's a community of people that believe that they didn't consent to being born, so therefore, uh, they were wronged by being brought into the world. Uh, it's kind of, it's it's very nihilistic. Uh, you've got this this view of the world that there's too much humans. so. You kind of treat yourself as as if you shouldn't be here. They have a positive outlook on it, though. Like, uh, So there's a whole subreddit for this, if you want to check it out. It's called Antinatalist. And all the people there are, like, super optimistic and happy, and they don't talk about it like it's a dark... They're not talking about, like, calling the population and getting, getting rid of a bunch of people, but they just, for whatever reason, believe that they shouldn't have been born. And having babies is selfish, and we should cut back on having children. Okay, well then... I'm... I don't fully disagree with that. I just think well, taking obviously it to you the have two kids. Yeah, so. <laughs> having kids is a little selfish, but at the same time, like you can't say that that your baby's not going to be this like important inventor or scientist or thinker or leader or even like you don't have to go as far as that. But I I have a pretty fun life. I think it's fun to be me. So yeah. like. 
who are you to say that a baby shouldn't be born? I, it looks like they're looking at it from a point of view where they just think that we shouldn't repopulate instead of trying to like better the population so we live a better life. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to like you shouldn't have kids. Oh, it's selfish to bring them up in this world because it's such a shitty world right now. But what do you want to do to change that? Like how? Like maybe one of these kids that's being born does invent something that like totally changes the way that we live, and for the better. Yeah, yeah. What if that? I mean, these people I assume aren't having children because they believe that having children is bad for the world. So what if they're denying the rest of society, the guy who comes up with a way to terraform another planet so that we can like reach out into the stars and populate another planet? Right. Like. I know that's a little extreme. That's a big leap of faith to kind of have to take, but we're talking huge numbers here. You don't know. I mean, the more people we have, then the more we're going to make babies, and then there's more people to make more babies faster. Wasn't there like a post that was like, millennials aren't having enough babies to repopulate the... Yeah, so it does kind of... it. it it has its peaks and valleys. Like, population isn't going to raise every year. Like, some years it'll be down from the last year, but overall, it's an upward trend. I think eventually it'll kind of bottom out, is what I've heard. Where, like, I mean, we'll, it has to. We'll reach a point where it's not sustainable to keep having children, or maybe we live in this utopia where we don't need to have children, or if we do have children, then we've got the resources for it. That'd be another planet scenario where we've, we've moved on from, from Mars. But, you know, that's hundreds of years in the future, probably. Earth will just be a birthing planet. Ooh, that'd be oh, crazy. Oh, and this goes into the, our, whole, our whole fucking story before about <laughs> <laughs> the genetics and them picking out the best and that stuff. So you live on Earth, and you either get killed or you get sent off to another planet, depending on if you passed the intelligence test or the athletic test, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's ultimate eugenics, where you've just got a whole planet dedicated to sorting out, sorting out babies <laughs> yeah. and sending them to other planets. And depending on, like, what you, what you excel in would be what planet you, like, go to. We're, like, populated on different planets and shit. Yeah. That'd be insane. That's the ultimate extreme of what this antinatalist thing is. It's like if you're if you're gonna have to have babies, then make sure that they're going to the right places, because their whole argument is that we've got too many people. But if we if we advance enough that you can, we are on multiple different planets, and you can just send different types of people to different types of planets, then problem solved. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's awful. It's an awful future, but I I don't know what their I guess their end goal is. For people to have less babies, but that I come back to the the feeling that it's who are you to say that somebody shouldn't have a child? If you don't want to have kids, it's your own personal opinion. You can do that. Yeah, but you shouldn't tell other people that they shouldn't have kids, or that they're wrong. You shouldn't look down on them because they decide to have kids. Like that's that's where I feel that this is going off in the wrong direction. But then again, you did say that some of those people are optimistic and like enjoy life. So I would hope that they aren't just like rude to people that have a different, you know, view on it. That kind of gets into who this guy is. So the that's kind of the basic story, is this guy, he's suing his parents because he believes he didn't consent to being born. So he's going to sue his parents for the pain and suffering of being alive, I guess? Well, They're... why'd you fucking swim to the egg, dude? Yeah, that's... Okay, so here's where the story gets kind of crazy, is his parents are lawyers. Both oh, of them. you gotta be fucking shitting me. And his mom says he should be suing them. What? His, his no, mom, no, 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 no. His mom thinks this is a fun thought experiment for us all, and that the the goal here is if he can prove that there was a way for him to give consent before he was born, then he'll, he could possibly win a case in court. Oh, he ain't got shit. So that's kind of what this all rests on, is him being able to come up with a way to say that they could have asked him for consent before he existed. No. Yeah. How? I, I don't think there's a way. <laughs> How? I, like, there's no... Ah, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. No. Uh, okay, so this guy, 
That's why she's okay with it because she knows that he, he, there's no way for him to, like the moment that he brought this up, she was like, yeah, go ahead. I mean, if you, if you can do it, it's a, it's a miracle and like, I will bow down, but I don't think you can do it. So she's not being as nonchalant about it as that though. Like that'd be fine if that's how she was about it, but she's kind of like actively supporting him in this. Like it's, um, it's a fun thing for society to be talking, like we should be trying to have this debate. She thinks that he could possibly make a case that could go on the books and maybe make it into a law somewhere. I need to see what your, uh, like what what he would think would be the way that he gives them the consent, the consent before he's even born. Um, if people want to see a a video explanation of this guy, um, just a heads up, he's got a giant fake beard on in all appearances that he makes. He, he pictures videos. He's wearing this huge fake beard. But uh, on Reddit, uh, if you go to the subreddit antinatalism, they're pretty much the top post there right now is this guy explaining why he's suing his parents and his beliefs. And it's uh, not a very long video. It's about four minutes long. So you can get a quick explanation straight from the source of what this guy thinks. And then decide for yourself. I... Like I said, I kind of half agree with him, but <laughs> the way he's going about it feels really dumb. Half agree in what way? I wish I kind of agree that there's too many people, but I okay, don't... whoa, whoa, whoa! But that's not his point. We're not arguing about it's there's too many people or not. We are arguing about the fact that he did not give his parents consent before he was born to give birth to well, him. Well, that's the half that I think is stupid. Okay, <laughs> that's the only half that we should be concerned about right yeah, now because yeah. that is totally different than you being like, people shouldn't have kids and there's an overpopulation right now because we're not... No, 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 no. You can't put those two things together when you're arguing the first fact. <laughs> this guy has um, a YouTube channel. If you want to go back and check out Great. some of his other videos. So the reason I bring that up is I want is this guy a troll of some sort. The fake beard is throwing me off. I don't know if this the is just some sort of just... online persona that he's creating for himself. Uh, It could just be for protection, really. I mean, he just doesn't want. He does wear glasses all the time, too. But he's put his name out there and his parents have done interviews. People know who he is. You just haven't seen any like picture evidence of... Yeah, His he just face. always has this fucking beard on. Like, <laughs> Google search like an image and see if you can find like just just his face and without the beard okay. and the glasses. I'll see what I can find. I pulled up his YouTube channel because I wanted to see how far back he goes. I think he's like 27 years old. No shit. Well, him and uh, fuck Jerry aren't too. Uh, what's his name? Elliot Tel- Ellie Tabelli. Elliot Tabelli, yeah, that guy's no, great. No, Ellie Tabelli. Ellie Tabelli. Ellie Tabelli is what his <laughs> name is. He fucking said it, not me, so. Uh, yeah, his YouTube channel only goes back 11 months. So this guy hasn't been doing this specific character or whatever for very long, as far as I can tell. About a year now, he's been on this kick. So if you didn't give them the consent before you were born, why did you swim to the egg? And then... Why did you continue to go through the process? I mean, I guess are you kind of forced to go through it? Is that what he's saying? Like, there's no way to give the mother a sign before you're born that you don't want to be born. You don't even have a basic premise of what this world is to decide that. You you don't you haven't seen anything that's happening in this world. Like the moment that you come out of the womb, all you're just in this room, and this is all you've known about this world is right here. I think if this actually does go in front of a judge somehow or, like, is heard in some way and he has... That's probably where it would go. He would have to get down to the specifics of when he could have given consent at the exact moment of, like, fertilization. Because you brought up the idea of why did the sperm... Why did he swim to the egg? But his argument would be that that sperm specifically isn't him until it hits the egg. And then that becomes... Like, you need... You need both parts to make the person. You need the egg yeah. and the sperm. Okay, good point. Good point. So he would say that the sperm was a biological tool of his father. So, like, a f- I, w- I think his argument would be that some way that's a piece of his father's consciousness and still not his decision. If you break it all the way down to what happens when the sperm hit the egg and then at what point do the cells gain... Con- like, once there's a brain, 
that's formed inside the womb, at what point can you call that brain conscious? Because when does it come online is kind of the question there. And then at that point, babies have no awareness of what's going on. So you'd have to get into the argument of, is there such thing as a soul? And does a soul contain your consciousness and everything that's gonna, everything that that's going to be? Because that's what it would have to contain for it to be you arguing present day that you shouldn't have been born because you didn't give consent. So pretty much you're just saying you need to be able to see into the future by looking at your conscience. You'd have to prove that such a thing as a soul exists and that it would contain all of your life experiences before you're born. Good luck. Good That's the luck. only way I can, I can wrap my mind around what his argument would be. Because otherwise, I can't think of anything that would make sense. No, me You'd neither. have to get spiritual with it. Which... In a court, that's not that doesn't hold up. Well, then he'd have to start making... I mean, there's been times in court where people have argued that science doesn't know everything yet. So, like, unexplained phenomena that have happened to people. People have tried to argue court cases where it's like, we don't know yet, so you can't discount this. I mean, this is true. There was, like, a story about, like, a little boy that was born and somehow knew where his past self had been killed and who killed him and where the his body was buried and all this other shit. I don't know how true that is, but, like, if that's something that can happen, I mean... Yeah, man. I still don't see any any reason at all. <laughs> like, none of this makes sense to me. And I would almost argue the fact that, yeah, you didn't give your parents' consent, but when you came out of the womb, they could have just fucking kicked you out the window and just been like, see you later, and you would have died. They decided to take care of you. You weren't, like, a burden to them. And if your parents are lawyers, too, I'm sure they got plenty of money. This is another reason why you're totally fine with fucking suing them. Yeah. I I would also be curious if he's arguing for just consent or informed consent, because that's kind of an issue, too. I wrote you a letter. <laughs> well, like, no, the I thing... I need you to sign here. Here, initial here, and here, giving me consent to birth you. (laughs) Please and thank you. Well, the difference between just consent and then informed consent is that I ask you, hey, can I do something to you? And then you say yes, but you don't know what the fuck I'm going to do yet. So I could do anything, but you gave me consent. Informed consent is I tell you exactly what's going to happen, and then you decide whether or not you want that for your life. So that's kind of where I'm getting into, like... (laughs) His soul would have to have contained all of his life experiences and consciousness for him to be able to make the decision of cons- informed consent before his parents birthed him. We and would that have would to also see in the future. That would include the time period that you're born in. Because let's say you were born 500 years ago instead of today. That's a whole different set of societal circumstances. You're going to have a rougher life. Like like you said, the parents might have decided to just punt the baby out the window. Back then, that could have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's way more likely people were just punting babies out the window. <laughs> you go back a few hundred years and shit was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Do your research. Yeah. So, again, you'd have to see into the future is where I'm where that argument would come into play. So what you're saying is that you, your soul would have your whole life already laid out, and then your conscious body, conscious mind would have to look at your soul and your lifetime and see what you were going to do and then decide whether or not you should be born or, or whether you want to be born or not. Yeah, it's like somebody walks up to you with a contract before you're born. and It's like, here's every little thing that's going to happen. Read to the fine print. You want to do this? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah sure. sure. Why not? Sign up for this ride. Uh, so then it, I'd be curious to see if he believes in um, determinism. Like, does he think that everything that happens to you in, in your life is already laid out for you? That's kind of what religious people think is like God knows everything. And the only way for that to be possible is that everything is already set the way it's going to happen. Because if he knows exactly what's going to happen next, then that's what's going to happen next no matter what. So your life is determined for you. Or does he believe that you have free will? Because that free will doesn't mesh with his argument at all. Either way, if, if he's going to argue the fact that he could have had the choice of consent before he was born, he, he would have already done it, right? He wouldn't have even been here to argue <laughs> that fact. Am I right? That's, 
a really good point. If because you if he's turn... saying that now, he knows, like, from the get, he never wanted to be born. Like, and he's trying to argue the fact that when he was in the womb, he already didn't want to be born. If you had the choice to do that, wouldn't you have already done it? Yeah, so if you turn his argument against him, <laughs> exactly what he's saying, you just flip it around on himself, he, he's actually trying to remove retroactively consent that he already gave. He's like, wait, 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 I didn't mean that. Because if you follow his ideas through, this would have to be a deterministic world, and he would have had, had to have given consent to be born. If he really believes what he believes, I don't know what his argument is, but the only thing I can, like, as far as in court, how he would prove that he would have had to give consent would have to have some form of a soul. So in that case, it, it's determinism, and he gave consent to be born, and that's why he's here. We win. <laughs> Dude, case closed. Yeah. I don't even think it'll ever. I hope it doesn't go to a court. I think it would. I don't think it will. I think this guy's just trying to stir up shit on the internet. I mean, his YouTube channel has 991 followers. So just under 1,000. And there's a subreddit community uh, dedicated to this view, the anti-natalism. I don't know how many people that has on it, but I, I, I've got the feeling he's got a, a small following and he's just trying to throw out some noise on the internet uh, probably it got him a bbc article i mean <laughs> there you go i guess yeah he's all over the internet right now we're talking about him yeah but i'm also not looking at you in a bright light though i'm sorry not I... in this sense. i'm kind <laughs> of like looking uh, it seems like you're just stretching you're just stretching to find something and i don't that's i'm not gonna pay attention to something like that really like i, I don't really want to i guess i mean i am paying attention to it Obviously, since we're sitting here talking about it, but <laughs> I just wanted to bring up the fact of it's not anything that you should worry about. Like, and you are not going to be able to go and sue your parents. That's not going to be a thing. I I really don't because if it's a, if if they can do it over in wherever he's trying to do it at, and that becomes a thing here, like people that try and sue their parents, I'm I'm just not going to agree with you at all. I'm not going to support you. I just don't feel that that's something that you should do. And I didn't live like the best life in my parents have made mistakes while I've been alive that you know affected my life and everything so it's no there's no way that you could sue your parents I don't think so that's not it's not but you didn't pop out and then the doctor hands you a pen and a contract like you ready for this right <laughs> it wouldn't even it wouldn't you don't even know your name yeah like, you don't even know who you are or what's gonna happen so it's it's pretty dumb I think there's some humor in it I, I think it's kind of a funny story, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. But as, to take it as far as, like, I have this belief and I'm part of this movement and this I this part of my ide- identity in life is I believe that having children is selfish and we should have less children. And I, putting a label on it and everything, that, that's not funny. It's stupid, and we shouldn't care too much about that part of it but just the idea that there's somebody out there that thinks it's okay to sue their parents it's funny it's yeah. funny <laughs> good try though like good try yeah. that was you know it made me giggle good try but uh no you made us talk about the the like logistics of it how would this work if if he was right so you know it's a fun thought experiment i guess I find it weird that his parents support him and that they're, that they're lawyers like the whole thing just kind of feels like a troll yeah definitely definitely feel like he's a troll yeah well i'm 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 excited to see where it goes i'm excited to see what <laughs> what comes about it and to to look further into this and i'm going to have to watch that video on his views about it and where like his ideology on the whole thing yeah, because we could be completely wrong. Maybe he's got a, a way better argument than what we were able to come up with on the spot. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. I don't know. I've been thinking about it, too. Like, when you sent it to me, I've been thinking about it. Am I... When I'm at work and just kind of in my own head, I've been thinking about some of these subjects. And that was one of them I, I just couldn't... I was trying to look at it from his perspective. Like, how could I prove in a court of law that... I can sue my parents and for not wanting to be born. Like, I didn't give you consent to be born, and so now you have to compensate me. Even though that when I was born and I was super fragile, you didn't just kick me out the hospital window or <laughs> neglect me and not feed me and, you know, bathe me and take me to the doctor and get me my shots. 
and you know took me to the playground oh, and you know let me go to school <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't catch that <laughs> shots fired um yeah dude i'm still stuck on the image of a baby just being punted out of a hospital window <laughs> For some reason, that's... But even if you sue them, couldn't they, like, say that all of the things that they bought for you and all the things that they did up until this point was compensation already for you being born? Like, I know you didn't have consent, and I understand that, but at least I tried to give you the best life that I could give you. Yeah, is he like, I don't like my PlayStation because I didn't want to be born? Like, does... He's got to own things, and he likes driving his car, and he likes having a job, and, like... You can't tell me that having a house isn't nice, and he's essentially saying, like, I don't like any of this shit. <laughs> I, I don't think he's going that far, though, because at that point, just kill yourself, you know? <laughs> I, and, okay, I was really trying to steer away from that and just not say that, but, like, if you're really going to go that far into it and you're really going to feel that far about it, like, I can't stop you. I'm not going to stop you, but, like, I, you know, I don't want you to... I would. I'm really trying to change your mind more than anything. I don't want you to go and kill yourself, but... I don't think that's what he believes. I don't think he's saying... And we're definitely not saying anybody should kill themselves. No, 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 no. But I I don't think he's taking that, it that far. But if you follow his logic, like, either you hit the wall at the sperm and the egg, and it doesn't make sense anymore, or you hit the wall where it's like, so... You don't want to be alive? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, no, because then before then, he's trying to argue the fact of just the whole consent when the sperm hits the egg, like you hit that wall. Now, anything after that, there's that whole wall too, because when maybe like you were saying with the consciousness, like, is there a time after the egg hits the sperm where you gain consciousness and can tell, you know, the mother in some way shape or form that i don't want to be born and then you take it from there yeah i i just mean hit a wall more and like i can't get past that part of his logic so like when i get to the sperm and the egg or the bundle of cells or the bundle of cells has now formed a brain and neurons are firing i just can't think of a way that his argument would work in court so now i'm at a wall and i can't go any <laughs> further you know dude oh my god <laughs> this just reminded me did you see that video that's been resurfacing about Trump? Resurfacing? Yeah. Uh, no. So it's about him in walls. I love stuff from his past. Like, if you look up stuff from the early 2000s, or if you even go back to the 80s and watch interviews with him, it's so fun. I he says all the dumb shit, but in different ways, and sometimes completely contradicts everything he said lately. Like, the dude just, he believes everything and nothing all at once. I, I'd be able to play something off of Facebook. Like, just the audio. And I'm not going to get in trouble for that, will I? Uh, is it an interview? Uh, no, it's a speech that he does at, like, a university or something. Is it while he's running for president? No. Uh, no, this is a while ago. What? What's the context? Because if it's something that the government did... No, 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 no. This is, like, him giving a speech at a university... I feel like the university would have rights to it, or whatever organization Trump was with at the time would have the rights for that video. But whoever posted this to Facebook, I mean, they're getting away with it. I mean, it's a meme, so I'm just gonna like. Okay, we can put we can put up memes. We can't put up full clips of things that other people own, though. I'm gonna try and see if I can get this audio. That's so it gets so tricky with that shit. <laughs> so just listen to this for me for a second. Never, ever give up. Don't give up. Don't allow it to happen. If there's a concrete wall in front of you, go through it. Go over <laughs> it. Go around it. But get to the other side of that wall. Oh, the irony. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Dude, I heard that shit this morning and started dying, man. I was literally laughing so hard. Okay, I'm glad we played. We to. got over the worrying about the copyright and just played that shit because it's it, totally it, worth it. It needs to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, everybody should just be posting this everywhere all the time. I knew it was on my Facebook because I shared it, you know, and I was like, I'm definitely sharing this. This needs to be out there because that is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Dude, oh my god! Just twenty four seven, there should be that clip playing. Anytime <laughs> Trump's like build the wall, you should just respond like tweet back at him that video. <laughs> I need to figure out where the speech was, like 
if anybody knows and you want to comment and tell us what speech that was that he did, like what university, yeah, where he was at, what year it was, because I don't know, it's just a meme that I found. So, but that's oh my god. No, it's really fun to go back and find old speeches of his all the way back to the eighties, and it just people change though. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't talking change. about a physical wall. He was talking about a, a mental wall. Yeah, for sure. But there's definitely clips of him talking about views that he talks about now back then and just the the contradictions and also you can kind of see like uh, him forming the views that he has now or what we think his views. It's so hard to tell to to nail down what he actually believes cuz he's constantly flip-flopping on everything. The only thing he's been sturdy on this whole time is building a wall, and that's because it's the one thing that he promised his base and that they still go crazy for. That's is a buzzword you see at the rallies. It's like, build the wall, and everybody fucking flips out. So he's... he's now the sign's like, complete the wall, or like, oh, finish the wall, like he's already started it. Yeah, it's propaganda. He's It's a propaganda campaign to make people believe that he's going forward with the wall. He's already started it, so it. I might as well just like agree with it. And well, so his base doesn't it. flip on him. Oh, okay. Because the one thing that he promised that still everybody that's on that side of it is like, yeah, build that wall. Hey, hey, um, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not trying to rush you or anything, but it's been, um, it's been a few years. and uh, <laughs> It's been. You, you, you told me you were going to build a wall. <laughs> You told me that there was gonna be a wall, so um, when's when when's the wall coming there, bud? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> just saying. Just I, I was just wondering. <laughs> it's been a while. You know, elections are coming up soon, so just saying. I'm not trying to rush you or anything. I'm just saying. <sighs> like, what do you? Ah, uh, see, he's been. Uh... Then there's the whole thing of we do have this election coming up in 2020. Yeah. So what if even when he starts to get the wall built, what if there's a new president that doesn't agree with it and is like, stop and stop building the wall and fights everything against it and then makes it so he can't do that? I think this next election is going to be super interesting because of that. We're either going to get worst case scenario where Trump refuses to leave office. Or second worst case scenario where he stays in office because the people reelected him. Can he refuse to leave? It's never happened before, but yeah, he can essentially refuse to give up the office. So pretty much what you're telling me is that if I work for a company and I have a four-year contract, after that contract is up, I can just be like, nah, I'm not leaving. And I've got like this whole army of people that if you say that, you know, I you know, have to leave. I'm just going to come and beat you up. If he has enough support from from the populace, so people who voted for him, for Trumpers, if... Yeah, he could... There could be a civil war within the country over whether or not Trump is still our president. Or at that point, he'd be dictator. King of the... King of America. I... No. So that's one possibility. I don't think that's super likely. I think more likely he'll throw a tantrum, not want to leave office. There will be a whole shit show over the whole thing, and then he'll get forcibly removed. If that, if he tries to not leave office. And then, yeah, there will probably be some protests and some riots over it. Hopefully he just does it, you know, without a fuss. Yeah, you would It doesn't need to be any more of a... The tantrum he's throwing right now over the wall, though, like, and then throwing out the propaganda of it's already being built, even though now in the, the settlement bill that he signed with the Democrats to, get the, to keep the government open instead of closing it again, the deal now is that he's moving to the slats that he didn't want, the, the metal slats, instead of a concrete barrier that was originally promised when he was on his campaign trail. So, Wasn't it like you could like just fit through the metal slats? Yeah, and I think it was only like 1,500 miles of it instead of the whole border. And they're going to do little sections a few miles at a time and be gaps in it. So only where needed is the plan now. That's what the Democrats agreed to. I mean, fair enough. You're losing you know, more and more and more. I mean, it's just going to keep going down. People are going to be like, well... It doesn't look good for him, yeah. yeah. He's giving ground away to the Democrats and his base isn't too happy about it. Like Fox News even was kind of ragging on him lately. Oh, what was that? There was a poll that they came out with and it was... Oh, about taxing the rich. Fox News was not excited about that either. 
No, it's really funny to see all these media networks that are supposedly for the people. Once uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez gets a whole bunch of like popularity behind her, and she's this huge candidate now, like everybody fucking loves AOC, and she's talking about taxing the rich, and she's trying to get this Green New Deal signed, and she's got a bunch of senators and congresspeople on her side. All these media companies that are supposedly like, we're for the people, we're keeping you informed, they flip out, and they're like, don't tax the rich! She was like, wait a minute, they went... 80% of people ag- agree with taxing the rich? Fuck, that's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy mm-hmm. to watch them try to spin taxing the rich into a bad thing, too. And and the Green New Deal, when they were talking about um, the tax levels, it was everything after uh, $10 million gets yeah. taxed. You get to keep everything up to... And then after that, that's where the the 80% tax rate starts. Because why not? Why do you need that much money? It, yeah, it's a question of how much money should you be allowed to have? Yeah. How much is too much? And I think once you're at the billion dollar level, you, probably, you don't need any more than that. Mm-mm. What do you? It's just sitting somewhere. Yeah. A lot of it is just sitting somewhere. That's honestly why I feel like I don't ever want to be, you know, a billionaire or probably even a millionaire. You know, I want to have nice things. I want to live a comfortable life, you know, and enjoy myself. But, like, I'm not just going to have, like, millions of dollars just sitting back doing jack shit. Yeah. You know, like, I still need to pay my bills. So, like, I'm going to work and, you know, live a comfortable life. But any extra money that I get where I'm just like, I don't know what to fucking do with this. Charities or start start my own charity, you know, start donating to other places and helping people out. Like, and just doing random acts of kindness and all that other shit. Like, I don't, I don't ever want to have that much money, you know? Yeah, I forget the name of the movement, but um, Joe had a guy on that's uh, a part of this movement where everything over a certain dollar amount that he makes a year, so let's say you make 100 k a year, but you only need 60 k to survive, he donates that 40 k to charity. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, there's honestly. a whole movement of people, you know, screw anti-natalism. If you want, the more optimistic way to look at the world is if you want to help everybody out, make the world a better place for everyone, donate the money you don't need to people who are suffering more than you are. Yeah. Help them get a better life, and then hopefully they'll return the favor, you know, pay it forward. Yeah. You ever seen that movie? Pay it forward? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Fuck that movie, man. I like that movie. No, I love that movie. I'm just saying, like, it... it I'm such an empathetic person, so... I can't do kids getting hurt either. No! No! Yeah. No! <laughs> like, nope. I refuse to watch the Pet Cemetery remake because watching the original Pet Cemetery and just that scene in like the first 15 minutes of the movie where the kid gets run over by a semi-truck... Actually, you should have said spoiler alert. Dude, Pet Cemetery has been out forever. Never and also, seen it. it's a novel. Never seen it. It's Never your read fault it. at this point. Good point. It's the first 15 <laughs> minutes of the movie. If you if you don't know what happens in the first 15 minutes of Pet Cemetery, then I'm sorry. Yeah, that's my fault. Also, the rest of the movie is what's important. Like The fact that the kid dies isn't really a spoiler. It just sets up the rest of the movie, and I'm not going to spoil the rest. <laughs> okay, okay. But I was like, I don't know, 14, 15 when I first saw the original Pet Cemetery because I was really into horror movies. And uh, my dad was like, well, this is a classic. If you haven't seen this, you need to see it. And he doesn't tell me anything about it. And they're having a birthday party for their kid. His name is Gage. Cute name. Cute kid. They got a balloon. It's, like, uh, tied to the picnic table. And then it comes loose. The wind gets it. And it goes out into the street. And Gage chases after it. The parents are setting up, like, birthday cake and the grill and everything. So they don't see the kid running out into the street. Semi-truck just fucking barrels him over. And that's the start of the movie. Yeah, I'm crying. I can't do it. I I'm can't crying. do it. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't even watch the rest of the movie. Yeah, it like, fucked nope, me up. That was nope. That was enough. Thanks, I was like, though. why didn't you tell me? <laughs> 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 I was gonna have to watch a kid die. Jesus, it's rough, man. Whew. A good movie. Uh, it doesn't really hold up today, but I don't want to watch the remake. I don't care how good that looks. I just yeah, I haven't watched Pay It Forward again. I think I watched it one time, and then I. I haven't watched it after that, and it's like scarred into my, <laughs> scarred into my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like kids getting hurt or old people. Um, I don't know what movie this was, but I just have like this very vivid memory from childhood. I was probably like six years old, and my mom was down in the basement watching a movie on the, this big screen. You know, those giant box TVs that was like a home theater setup. There was like yeah. six, seven feet tall and then like oh, four yeah. feet deep. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember carrying them bitches out of the basement. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, we had one of those, and my mom was watching just some, like, on-TV horror movie, and this dude's in a car um, in the back seat hiding, and there's a grandma in the passenger seat, and he stabs the grandma through the seat with a knife. It was like, I, she just, I walked into her watching that scene, didn't know what the movie was, and was like, why are you killing this old lady? <laughs> like, even an, a normal horror movie doesn't seem like that's the person who deserved to get stabbed. <laughs> I told my mom, like, I don't want to watch this. You're like, Grandma! <laughs> yeah. Grandma! My mom's like, where'd you come from? <laughs> I don't want you watching this either. <laughs> you weren't supposed to see it. Yeah. Damn. I can't do it, man. Unnecessary. I'm fine with violence. Violence is fine in movies, but just the unnecessary hurting of elderly or children. I wonder what some other movies are. Maybe some of our people can give us some... Uh... Some movies that maybe you've seen like once and said that you would never watch again for it being messed up or for whatever reason. Have you ever seen Kids? No, I don't think so. It's about like uh, preteen teenagers and there's some pretty fucked up stuff in there where it's like the dark side of growing up as a as a latchkey teenager. As your, a... <laughs> your parents don't pay attention to you. You just go out and do whatever all day. Yeah. It's, it follows this group of misfits and they get into some fucked up shit. Hmm. I have to check it out. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie. It's also it's one that'll stick with you for a while. Okay, all right. Well, a lot of these movies that we talked about have stuck with me for a while. Like, yeah, yeah. I went through a phase when I was probably like sixteen, seventeen, where I was just always searching the internet. I was always googling like, what's the darkest, most morbid movie I can find? Do you did you ever uh, go on like Best Gore? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, there's mm-hmm. one that stuck out the most from me still to this day was um, a dude literally boa constricted, like wrapped himself around a sign. Like his body was wrapped around a speed limit sign. He's going like 70 on a motorcycle with his girlfriend on the back and slammed into the sign. He got wrapped around it. She got tossed into a ditch like 80 feet away. What? Yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing like all the people laying down on train tracks and Ugh. yeah all the photos and stuff that come from that faces of death did you yeah. ever watch any of those um back in the day where somebody would get a copy of it from a store that you weren't supposed to have like you'd go in the back section where the porn was and there was faces of death he stole it from his dad <laughs> and like the fuck now is faces all the of death uh it was just like this series of mostly faked deaths, but there was real ones in there too, where it was like security camera footage of people like just dying in accidents in horrible oh, ways. Oh yeah, yeah. Or uh, there's the you know the the song "Hey Man, Nice Shot" by Filter. I think so. Yeah. It, that's about Bud Dwyer who shot himself live on television. Oh, I th- yeah, yeah. We've talked about. Yeah. He just like pulls the revolver out of like an envelope or like a Manila folder or whatever. Yeah. It was at the end of a press conference, and he's like, he starts to be like, I'm going to do this, and then pulls the gun out, and he's like, don't panic, and then shoots himself in the face. The story behind that is pretty, like, it's actually kind of an inspiring story, and the reason he did it, he's kind of a hero. If you guys want to check it out, you can look up Bud Dwyer. I don't think we have time for it here today. No. Maybe in another episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's basically all it was. It was just a series of VHSs that eventually that got adapted to like online. You could find them. Okay. Um, but they used to just get passed around amongst friends that weren't supposed to have it back in the day. And hmm. uh, I'll have to ask my dad see if he ever got if he ever. Yeah, it was basically like best gore, but back before the internet. <laughs> <laughs> before the internet was so prominent. Oh, so uh, my phone going off earlier, something that I, you know, am interested in. CSGO is in their Catawist major right now. Oh. Yeah, in their Challenger stage. So I've been getting all the eSports notifications about it. Huh. Yeah, nine minutes ago, Cloud9 started facing against Windstrike. So we'll see who... They've won there. They won two to one against... uh... Oh, man, I don't even remember who it was. But they're up in the challenger stage right now, so that's good. I don't know. Ninja, ninjas in pajamas won. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I can't wait to see who goes. 
Yeah, man. Esports has gotten huge. I mean, I don't know any of the names you just said. because <laughs> I don't follow CS closely enough. But if I did, I mean, I'm sure I'd be super excited about it. But it's just crazy how it's become it's almost bigger than normal live sport events. Like, esports is... There's more people watching that than they're watching the NFL. I, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's... It's a new frontier for, for media consumption and entertainment. Yeah, definitely. And esports, there's kind of the debate of, is that actually a sport? I would argue yes. Yeah, ask a football player to go and just, like, start playing CSGO. You got to put actual time in to be competing at that level. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you ask, you know, any of the CSGO players to go play in the NFL, you know, any NFL player would look at them and be like, well, you haven't practiced. You haven't been playing football since seventh, eighth grade, you know, or even peewee football. Like, you're going to have no idea what you're doing. Well, same thing if you go this way. And that's what makes them a professional is that they put in the time and they put in the work and they've, you know, won the rounds and done what they needed to do in order to be the best of the best and to be on a professional team. So there's no reason that it shouldn't be a sport. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're, what does your sport do that helps out the world? Like, I mean, yes, you guys making all the money off of it. A lot of players, like, donate to charities, and they do things, and that's awesome. That is exactly what you're supposed to do. All that extra money that you get that you, you know, is just sitting back doing nothing, give it away to the, your community, you know, support your people. So if you're doing that, awesome. If not, and you're just hoarding all the money for yourself, I mean, what is your sport really doing to help out the humanity and bettering, you know, humanity? I mean, our, I'm not saying that, video games does anything else you know it doesn't it doesn't really benefit humanity in any way except for entertainment that's the same thing what both of these sports are is entertainment so for you to say that your sport is better and that ours is not it would be ridiculous honestly in my opinion and vice versa you know i can't tell you not to play football but you also don't think of it so highly like you're not doing anything to better humanity so there's no reason to be so you know shouldn't hate somebody because they don't like the same team as you. It's yeah. ridiculous. Very tribal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and it that goes, I mean, that's mostly for, like, competitive multiplayer games where that's it, That's the sporting and competitive side of it. Um, even single player or just video games in general, I, I think of them as experiences and also a form of narrative storytelling. So it's... Is our movies doing anything for society other than just adding no, to the general entertainment? That's yeah. what I said. And well, and it kind of it's this general cloud of ideas that exist inside society. So video games, movies, literature—that's all part of it. And esports is part of it too. I mean, I do think that video games does play like a part because I mean, like graphic design and everything, you know, and how companies are trying to make it as realistic as possible and how that can play into, you know, technology in itself and us designing and inventing other things, you know. So I, I can see how even video games can actually contribute to, you know, society and humanity. It only takes playing a game that, like, meant something to you for you to, to feel that way where it's like, that affected my life in some way. First time I ever played Half-Life 2 and got all the way through the whole story, it completely changed changed the way I look at the world and storytelling and, yeah. <laughs> and writing narratives now. And um, it's just the game was so well-written and well-executed that, like, oh, you can tell a story like that and you can be successful telling stories like this. And I wish games had more of a campaign, solo campaign to them nowadays. That's what's so frustrating to me about like EA, Activision, Ubisoft, all these big companies now. Specifically, EA made a statement like last year or early this year where they said single player is dead, online where it's, is where it's at. Yeah. And then Red Dead 2 comes out, and the single player campaign is like the most loved thing that's happened in the, <laughs> in the past decade. And it's doing better than the online. Oh, really? People like the single player way more than they like the online. See, that's what they needed to do, honestly. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, even... Even games that aren't that technical, you know, like in Red Dead, you can do so much shit. But um, what was that? Uh, Little Big Planet? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I love that game. That's something that's missing from games nowadays, too, is couch co-op. Where yeah. you can just have two controllers, you can sit next to your friend, and you can play Little Big Planet. Or you, even just like split screen uh, fucking F 
FPS games. I miss yeah. playing with my brother Call of Duty on the same television screen, yes. sitting next to each other, yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I told you to throw a grenade. Quinn looking at my screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cheater. Dude, I'm not cheating, man. I'm not. You're, like, You're looking. No, no, I'm not. I'm not peeking, bro. I'm not peeking. How do you keep spawn killing me? <laughs> I'm not peeking, bro. I'm telling you. That's when you would, like, take a piece of cardboard and, like, tape it to the middle of the screen. Yeah. 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 Have one person on top, one person on bottom. Or, <laughs> you know, left or right. Well, one person on top, one person on bottom. Man, <laughs> babe, just fucking, like... <laughs> Don't raise your eyebrows at me. Are we playing video games or are we having sex? I'm confused. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Heard that. Where do we go from that? Uh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a good question. Uh, I, I, It reminded me, this is a weird tangent, but just the idea of what is a sport. There's been something that I YouTube just kind of served to me that I didn't know about until very recently that I've been fascinated with. It's called World Chase Tag. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah. It's like yes. tag parkour, professional yes. like tag. Yes. And yes. Tag as a professional competitive sport. Looks I didn't fun. know it was a th- it looks amazing. It looks fun. It's so entertaining uh, to watch. I watched like 30 videos. Just wait until it like <laughs> becomes a thing and we have like an indoor like tag facility that me and you can like go to and just like pay like 15 bucks to get in and then like there's somebody there that like you know sets the timer or whatever and that like referees you and then you and your buddies can just go and like challenge each other to a parkour (laughs) game of fucking tag yeah you want to lose like three to four hours of your life type in world chase tag on youtube (laughs) yeah Type in anything on YouTube and you can go down a three, four hour because you can just keep clicking on shit. <laughs> you started on this one topic. By the end of it, you've already gone through 50 other topics. Yeah, you've time traveled at that point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. All right. This has been Blue Scott in the Basement. What's up, everyone? Austin here. I hope you are enjoying this episode. If you are, follow us on Insta at Blue Skies Pod. That's B-L-U-E-S-K-I-E-S-P-O-D. Or on Facebook, just search for Blue Skies from the Basement. If you would like to support us, you can donate at our Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash Blue Skies from the Basement. Have a great day and stay safe. Later.